Hello out there, horror fans, and welcome back to Selling the Scream. My name is Jed Donaldson, and I have a confession to make. I am a complete neophyte when it comes to horror, uh, but we're here to change that tonight. Uh, who's we, you ask? Well, I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Josh Yoakum. Say hey. Uh, that would be me, uh, a horror expert who is going to sell uh, Jed on these, uh, these horror flicks. I want to stress, self-proclaimed horror expert. Uh, as he said, uh, he's here to sell me on horror movies in uh, general. And in and to that end, he's uh, put together a curated list of films uh, just to see if there's anything there that I might find enjoyable. Yeah, um, and uh, we're, we're, we're recording a, a very special emergency rush session tonight because we, we noticed there was a, a holiday coming up, that the, the, the greatest holiday that sometimes can come once, twice, even three times a year, Friday the 13th. Yeah, it's like Christmas if it was cool. It came more than once a year. <laughs> um, and and not just any Friday the 13th. We're, we're, we're doing my favorite one in the series. We're doing uh, Friday the 13th Part 4, the final chapter. And uh, in, our, in our pilot episode, I, I talked about like my cousin introducing me to horror. I think it was like probably 10 when I watched this one. Uh, this was the first one. This is a double feature along with Part 7. And uh, this is this is held up for me. <laughs> I want to say that the fact that it's your first exposure says a lot about why you hold it in such high regard. Oh, it's it's a tremendous film. I, I will I will I will make every attempt to sell you on this if you are not already sold. But uh... we'll get there at the end of the episode. <laughs> we don't want to spoil anything just yet. Um, but uh, yeah, do you want to do you want to start with a little uh, little context, a little uh, a little a little breakdown of where where we're at in the series? What's what's kind of come before? What's going on with this one? Oh yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, if I'm if I'm recalling correctly, this is going to come out as a special episode right after our second episode. So it's still fairly early days for us. Yes. Uh, but so far, we have watched uh, a movie that I actually really enjoyed, which is the Texas, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I found to be quite enjoyable. Yes. And then we watched a Japanese film by the name of The Pulse, which I found to be not as enjoyable. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, again, uh, we're this is the, the premise of the show. If, if 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 it was if it was all perfect success, then come on, right? No, I yeah, I <laughs> want to see I want to see stuff from all over the spectrum, just so I can uh, yeah and that's, get a that's handle on the whole deal. A lot a lot of the list. There's a lot of variety on there. Um, I think next week we or the next episode we go back to a uh, an earlier day uh, where. Everything was in black and white and filmed in Italy. <laughs> um, yes, but we've also got we've got the uh, a prior recorded episode, little little peek behind oh, the kimono. I forgot about that one too. Yeah, we got we got a uh, we got two franchise episodes in a row. We got um, Nightmare on Elm Street uh, three coming out um, next week, but it's a little sneak preview for for episode four as well. See, we do these batch recordings, and I forget where we are. <laughs> so um, yeah, like context, but um, you know, Jed, our listeners, I don't want to scare anyone. I'll give it to you straight about Jason. Well, let's, let's hear it. <laughs> um, so, the Friday the 13th series started in 1980. Um, the original was um, capitalizing off the success of, of Halloween, and, and I'd love to do the original. The one thing I'll say about it is that it was so much capitalizing off the success of Halloween that they just had the name Friday the 13th, got financing and put an ad in the paper. No other... No script. No... <laughs> nothing else attached to it. Um, I, I know... <laughs> I know bits and pieces about the original Friday the 13th. I know, number one, Jason is not the bad guy in the, in that movie. Yep. Uh, he's 
not even in it until the very last scene, which is debatable about whether or not it's actually a real thing that happens or a dream. Yes. Um, and the reason that this sticks so uh, clearly in my mind is uh, I have a 12-year-old son now. Uh, a couple years ago on Halloween, we were out to eat, and there are people in costume there, as, as they are wont to do on that day. Uh, and he said to me, and I will never forget it, he pointed at a man and said, that man is dressed like Pamela Voorhees' son. <laughs> respect. He put some respect on the name. I think he just didn't know who Jason was, but I have no idea where he came up with Pamela Voorhees. <laughs> that, is, that is awesome. Um, so, yeah, Pamela's the killer in that one. It's a it's more of a whodunit, and uh, it's it's a whodunit that uh, doesn't introduce the person whodunit until every other character is pretty much dead. Um, so <laughs> That's one way to do the process of elimination. <laughs> but we find out that this was the former camp cook and that her son was special. And uh, he was supposed to be being watched by the counselors and he, he drowned in camp and, in a Crystal Lake. So they did a bad job. Yes. So That's not the intended outcome? <laughs> well... What uh, the 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 stinger? A lot a lot of movies in this time were um, all all the horror movies because of Carrie had to have a Carrie ending. Carrie ends with a dream sequence where there's like a final jump okay. jump scare where right. Carrie's hand comes out of the grave and, and grabs like one of the survivors. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, so they they tacked on this Carrie ending, and their their Carrie ending was you know after Pam's dispatched, our our heroine. Rows out in the middle of a lake in a canoe and falls asleep, like As you do. You do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, when she wakes, I think we get a little bit of that in this one too. <laughs> yes, um, it, it's it's kind of a recurring thing in this series. Um, sh- as she sees the police on the shore, the the uh, moss covered drowned body of Jason jumps out as a final jump scare. Yeah, um, and uh, but it's it's dismissed as a dream. And uh, this jump scare was wildly popular. This was, uh, like, the thing people walked away from this movie talking about, so they immediately knew... It's the Shyamalan of the day. Yes, they, they, they knew... What a twist. They, they knew they had to do a sequel, which they weren't originally planning, and they knew that sequel needed to be Jason-focused. Um, the problem is, Jason is a little boy that drowned, and, yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm not saying that that can't be scary, but, you know... Uh, there's a point in this movie where I would argue it can be scary. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't a uh, like gangly guy with a cloth sack on his head be be like even fr- more frightening? So at part two presupposed more, fright- more frightening than a drowned preteen. Yes, uh, I don't know. Uh, what what part two presupposes is that Jason didn't drown and instead fucked off into the wilds and was raised by raccoons as a, like a mutant hillbilly on his own. Oh, raccoons noted serial killer in the animal world. <laughs> um, that uh, not only that, but that he just kind of lived in the area, never attempted to reconnect with his mom, but he was around and saw his mom get killed. Um, so now he's taking vengeance. Now he's uh, that this has turned him to violence. Um, so parts t- <laughs> he cared enough to watch and try to get vengeance, but not enough to attempt to stop well, it. You know, well, you know. It was, uh, she might have been on the other side of the lake, he might have, like, had a splinter, like, I don't know, like, it's... <laughs> it was windy out. <laughs> um, th- yeah, that the... And, and as you continue in this series, like, I love, I love a Jason Voorhees, like, there, every, there's several bad Jasons, but every Jason is beautiful. Um. <laughs> They're all my special little boys. 
<laughs> so so part two takes place four years after um, part one. Okay. Uh, part three takes place the very next day. It's a, a, a new group. and Oh, so it seems like two, three, and four just back to back to back then, correct. right? Correct. So okay, because this... this one starts kind of in media res where they're cleaning up after the, the I assume, the third movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, originally the first... You know, it, the first one was a standalone, then it was uh, conceived to be a trilogy, and it was supposed to be the, the end of it. Jason gets a, gets an axe in the head at the end of that one. Yeah. Um, but again, like, like, you know, we're going to talk about it a little bit on the next time with A Nightmare on Elm Street. These stupid things kept making money. Yes. <laughs> People like it, I guess. I I can think of a couple things why they might want to come out and see it. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into But, so... Paramount was has had been like ashamed of this movie series, but they, they again they like making money. Hmm. So um, uh, they uh, took took a little bit of a hiatus, and uh, instead of releasing one the the, the fourth subsequent year, took a break um, and came back with the idea of doing a final one. And the final one, um, because it was pitched that way. They got a little bit more leniency because the M- MPAA around this time was like starting to like react to parents groups getting upset about these movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But Paramount kind of said like, "Hey, it's the last one. Let's let us go, go out. Go we're we're going to go with a bang." Yeah. So this is probably the goriest. This has the most nudity. Um, this is this uh, was the goriest. Well, I mean, I think like some of the later ones have a little bit more of like CGI gory. The remakes actually like kind of mean spirited. I don't. I, I think this one. Up until that might have been the meanest one, but all right. Um, uh, but, 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 so uh, also of note, the part two and part three were made by the same director. Um, Jason is wildly different in both of those movies in back to back years, and right. part part two is a really tall, langly, gangly like yeah. kind of basketball player build. Part three has got like the linebacker He's build, a brick <laughs> and this is one day after. After the, after the one before, so. Um, <laughs> He's drinking uh, that sauce, that murder sauce. Um, and, and so they, they brought in a guy who had made another um, slasher movie that had a Carrie ending, um, a movie in 1981 called The Prowler, which is okay. Um, they brought back the special effects uh, coordinator, Tom Savini. Tom Savini, yeah. Yes. I, I took a note of that here. Uh, something I may want to start working in here is notable names, because I have a feeling we're going to be seeing some of these people repeatedly yes tom savini is uh generally held as like one of the best like makeup effects artists of all time um got to start with like the the romero movies and stuff and, right um he did the effects on the on the prowler too and he did the effects in the original friday the 13th and he wanted he wanted to come back and and kill off his his mongol creations so, all right um he, he does he does those those effects here um most i love a lot of the effects in this movie there's a lot of really good gags not my favorite Jason. I think I think the, the the Jason in Part Seven is actually really cool looking. All right, we'll, we'll we'll get to that one eventually at some point. But. I, I felt he was a little doofy looking here. Yeah, I think he was like it was more of the continue because the original was a little doofy looking. I yeah. think he was trying to kind of keep that make tone. that continuation. Actually, I, I like the Jason and the look in three too. Okay, uh, three three you get a kind of a a. a giggly squealing jason so the only time he really like makes like noise vocal noises yeah um i, I love jason three it's not my favorite part of the of the of the, of the series but um 
So let's jump into this one. That's a little. That's 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 kind of the backstory. We got. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's do it. We got some. You know, some some hot talent. We got that young, fresh-faced Corey Feldman about to break big. <laughs> yeah. We got we, it's Corey Feldman. We got uh, Crispin we, Glover. Crispin Glover, who should have gotten an Oscar for this movie. This is <laughs> this is his best role. This is. I will argue this is the best role of 1984. Come at me. I don't care. You can come up with, I, I, I didn't even look up who won, whoever it is, whoever is better than everyone. <laughs> this <laughs> is bold statements. I don't know if I'm quite ready to take that trip with you. <laughs> I, I couldn't get Marty McFly's dad out of my head the whole time. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he's played many roles. I know. They're, a... they're all Marty McFly's dad as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Um, so like I said, this, this takes place, uh, a very horny Marty McFly's dad. Oh yeah. He, he tells you, he tells you as much. Um, so the more accurate title for this movie would be, you know, Sunday the 15th through Tuesday the 17th. <laughs> it takes place over that many days. Yes. Yes. So the, it does not seem like it. <laughs> this there... seems like maybe half of a day tops. Yeah, so uh, do you want do you want to just dive right into the plot? Let's let's get the get the action moving. Yeah, I want start. I want to start off. Uh, you know, first things first. They have a nice little spooky campfire story time where they're telling the story of Jason and you get kind of like a sizzle reel of previous kills and previous movies. Yes, um, this is this is the recap or a fancier word for it is is padding. This is a. There's an hour and a half to fill, and, yeah. and this this is going to fill about three minutes of that. So just <laughs> you gotta have it. <laughs> yeah, I will say that watching this uh, this sizzle reel of kills kind of uh, made me a little um, not worried about what I was about to watch, but like it seemed a little more um, a little more intense than I was remembering. Yes, it seemed like what my you know eight year old brain remembered Friday the Thirteenth to be. Yes, the um, the uh, the the first five Friday the Thirteenth movies are very. uh, One of the things I really like they're very dark. Like, and I don't mean like dark as in tone. I mean like literally night night looks pitch black. Like you can still see what's going on, but kind of from six on, that's when they started like making the moonlight look like a giant spotlight just being sh- uh-huh. shown down. You can see everything in the woods for miles uh-huh. and miles. Um, they definitely contribute to that that tone. And they also, because it's uh, more of like stalkery Jason, this is not yet like, right. a- immortal zombie Jason, he's got to be a little craftier. And he's got he's to sneak up on people. And yeah, we can talk about that. We can, we, got, we, got the jump, we got the jump kills. Yeah. Um, this, I, I think this movie... Relies a lot on the jump, but it, it's, it's almost exclusively. <laughs> yes, uh, but it's you know it's one of those things when when all you got is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail, right? So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they, the, they do it well. It's, we're gonna we're, <laughs> we're gonna get there when we start talking about all the different kills because the, all the kills like you have a couple early on, and then there's kind of a little spot in the middle where they're building up the story and the setting the framework for what's going to happen later on, and then like everybody dies in the span of like a half an hour, but it's like, there's like 12 people and it's like, bam, 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 bam. And there's no time to rest or breathe between them because they're just, there's literally nothing to the kills. It's, oh, this person got stabbed. Well, this person got stabbed. Then this person got stabbed and this person got stabbed. (laughs) And they're just, just as fast as you can snap your fingers. They just, Jason's there. The person's dead. Jason's gone. And he cleans up after himself for the most part until he wants to play, uh, 
licensed fun- corpse feng shui expert. Oh yeah, that, that, that's a uh, that's that's a Voorhees family tradition. Is he also a murder ninja in every single one? He's pretty spry for a big guy. <laughs> oh, it, in this early series, so like there's there's a turn in six where he basically kind of officially becomes a zombie. Yeah. And at that point, he's very he's very slow, but he's got, he gets teleportation powers. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, you flat out see Jason sprint in this one, and that kind of threw me. Oh yeah, yeah, he's uh he's he's still in um in, in kind of backwoods uh gibbering mutant mode. So um the, like like Janet said before, we we start in the aftermath of part three. So so Jason's dead in a barn, and uh the one, another just hallmark of this series is just a plus top notch police and uh, medical. Uh, <laughs> they really seem to care. <laughs> <laughs> Not like creeps and shitheads at all. Um, the the police grab the murder weapon used to kill Jason with bare hands and drop it in a plastic bag <laughs> with the handle extended <laughs> out the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get uh, Jason's body loaded up into the ambulance and driven dri- dri- driven to the county morgue. They just can't seem to keep his hands. Oh yeah, tied the, down. <laughs> you get you get three hand scares. <laughs> I will say that we get a lot of repetition in this movie. <laughs> it's great. I, I love this movie. Um, so we we get a little bit. I, this is actually something like it, it's weird for me to like pick on up on something that I, I either didn't remember or like just wasn't like burned into my brain because I've seen this movie so many times. Yeah, I didn't realize that we. I, I don't think it's the same actress, but you briefly in the hospital see the survivor of part three. Like, as they're wheeling Jason by, they look into a room, you see, like, a like a woman and her mom, and, like, the, the woman's crying. And really? Okay. For a so I was like, oh, I mean, there's that makes a... sense, since they're, like, right back to back, and presumably there's not that many hospitals to go to in this small town. <laughs> um, so, uh, as far as incompetent medical uh, personnel, we... The very first note I took was about the pervy slob mortician. Oh, yeah, Axel? Axel, yeah. Axel, Axel is... is Everything you would imagine in, in, like, 80s sleazy, does the mortician, is he eating a sandwich, does he put it on the corpse? Yep. You know it. Um, <laughs> Lick his fingers and everything. <laughs> is he trying to sex up the nurse uh, with the corpse right behind him? Oh, of boy, of course he is. Um, what I really love about this scene, though, is that I feel like I feel like the actor who plays Axel knows the movie he's in. And he's playing this as like a real like as you know, surprise, he's the first victim. A real like shithead dirtbag. I feel like the nurse he's flirting with, who I think is only referred to as Nurse Morgan, thinks she's like in a forties screwball comedy. She's like, Well She does have a, a fair bit of sass to her. <laughs> she's playing the the big laughs. So at one point she says, What does she say? Oh, something about Axel, you're the Super Bowl of self abuse. <laughs> There, there was that one. There was another line when she was leaving. Something about how uh, the only where she's going is crazy. <laughs> the only place I'm getting driven is up a wall. Yeah, that, that's basically the the level of the dialogue between her and Axel. Um, so after, after several false starts here, uh, we the, we are our uh, our two first people split up. Uh, Axel goes back to uh, getting ready to. Banquet watching aerobics. Um, <laughs> he looked like he was just enjoying a cup of tea. <laughs> he was definitely Master Roshi style, just watching aerobics though. <laughs> yes, and uh, we get immediately out the gate like one of the two or three most brutal kills in this movie. You yeah, get... they're, they're really like like I said before. <laughs> most of them are just 
quick stabs and it's over with. Yes. In this one, you actually see a little bit of work being done. Yes, uh, a, uh, a bone saw is used to slit Axel's throat, and if that wasn't enough, Jason flips it around 180 degrees, just <laughs> just for a little little emphasis. Um, Jason, counting. What are everybody counting? Are you I counting, count, up the, I, counting up the victims? I counted how many kills there were, and I took notes of what the kills actually were, and I thought maybe we, at the end we'd kind of go through what our favorite kill okay, was. Okay, okay, okay. I, 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 I know mine. I, I, I have... I have a very strong contender in mind. <laughs> um, so our, our our next victim, the, the nurse, is uh, yeah. is thinks Axel's being a, being a real and she's prankster. All, she's and, all out of sorts, and she drops some medicine on the floor, and... And then, uh... Jason helps unzip her out of her skin. Yeah, she falls victim to the old lifting gut. <laughs> and this is like again, like um, in the later movies in this series, you might see kind of like a, a a gory kill. And I mean, I don't think this is as gory as like some of the more crazy ones out there. But there's definitely like that extra second where it's like, oh, you didn't get just stabbed in the gut. There's like a lift. Yeah, and like <laughs> I will say that there was not a lot of. There was hardly any gore in this movie until like the very end. You get, you see some stuff, but for the most part, it's just like it's just the stab and we're out. Yeah. This this first two kills are actually like some of the only ones where you get to see just like he said the the little bit extra where like you there's red in there. You know, yeah, you can, yeah. can kind of see a little bit. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a little bit meaner. Um, so then we we get to we we meet our uh, our. our Family are, uh... I cannot handle the hair in this movie. <laughs> uh, uh, the hair? I, 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 the outfits? The outfit, yeah. The, the, what the, <laughs> when we get to the teens, the I twins? just... The twins? <laughs> when, when we get to the teens, I basically, you know, I, I take down a list of all the characters in the movie so I can kind of keep track a little bit. It doesn't help because I'm terrible with it. But I just wrote, instead of writing down the teens, I just wrote down uh, the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like, and, and it's it's... As you watch this series, too, it's like every terrible... It's like you can pin the year that... Oh, this was a, a, not just a terrible 80s fashion. This was 1982's terrible 80s, yeah. fa- like, 80s right. fashion. Like, yeah, you can just, you can just <laughs> nail it down like that. It, it, uh, yeah, the, the, the costume designers in these movies did not like these actors and actresses very much. <laughs> uh, maybe none so much. We're, we're not going to get to our third victim yet, but I think our third victim maybe takes the cake. Um, I don't know what the point of this third victim was. It's to show Jason in motion. It's to show him... <laughs> that he's, he's not just in the, the he's, morning. He's no morning. longer at the hospital. He's making yeah. his way back. Um, <laughs> so we, we meet our, we meet a, the Jarvis family. Yeah. We meet a, a sister. We got, uh, uh, we got Trish. Tommy, Trish, and Mom. Mom. <laughs> yes, uh, Mommy Jarvis, uh, who I'm imagining was just conceived with a very rich interior life who has, uh, you know... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get into this a little bit. Do okay. they live out there? Yes. Do the teens live out there? No. At one point in time, Trish tells another character that these teens just moved in next door. I think moved in for, like, the weekend. Like, they, okay. they've rented that's just house. A, That's a strange way to phrase it at all. There's and a few, also, yeah. this does not seem like an owner, like a place you would own. This seems like a rental property. That's That's what it looks like to me. Yes, so we, it's a it's a divorced mom and her two kids. Who so just moves out beside an old summer <laughs> camp? <laughs> well, th- these I think these are all taking place in in 
how big can't like Crystal Lake is supposed to be is is nebulous from like like but it I, looks it looks tiny in three like yeah. in three it looks you like can walk across well the they literally the other side. they literally built a fake lake in three and it kept like draining <laughs> so it is it is we um, but this is supposed to be you know kind of on the other side of, of sure. Crystal Lake yeah so um, you know you wouldn't worry about the mass murder spree that's been taking place over the past or two days. Or seemingly haven't even heard of it. <laughs> it's in the paper. Um, they don't seem con- concerned. Oh no, they're, they're just they're getting to Doonesbury. They're, they're just doing Jarvis sandwiches and happily jogging alone around the lake. <laughs> um, and I think this is kind of our first... Um, so Trish, I, I think this movie, a part of why I like it is I think it's the most Friday the 13th. Like it is like when you think about the cliches and when you think about like what those movies are, I think of some of the other movies, there's something like there's something off or something different. This one is like, it's, it's, it's primal. It is like, yeah. it is the or Friday the 13th. <laughs> they boiled it down. <laughs> they got just what they needed out of it. <laughs> But um, this, I think, is kind of the um, Trish is our is our ends up being our heroine, and uh, she, I think, is kind of the archetype for the the very good girl, final girl. Yeah. Because um, the uh, contrary to popular belief, the 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 female, the final girls in the first three, they fucked, and they also. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, I had I had a couple pegged for uh, for survivors, but. Uh... Oh, they they all did the nasty, and I just knew it wasn't going to last. <laughs> yeah, and this I think I think this is more. Um, th- this is where you can trace maybe some of that tropes from. Not that like there weren't kids in the other ones who did something they weren't supposed to, and then they you know they got it. But this <laughs> this kind of seems the most conservative Reagan values. Yeah. Of, of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, or at least up until this point. Um, so uh, we we not only meet the Jarvis family, we meet the the teens who are going to be renting the place next yeah, door. Just conveniently stop next to Pam Voorhees' grave. To oh yeah, the, figure out directions. <laughs> the uh, the roadside grave of a notorious town serial killer. Yeah, <laughs> prominently displayed up front, not forgotten in the back corner. The only grave that seems to be maintained. It's clean. Um, it's neat. So we've got. Um, well, actually, now that I think about, it, I think it's a. Uh, uh, it's not a rental. I think Paul's family owns, owns this place. Well, it's still so, like a vacation. Home yes, now. it's a, it's it's a they're they're getting away for the weekend. They're like yeah. college teens. Yeah, um, clearly they were not packed to move yes. there. Nor would that group of people move in together. <laughs> yes, well, and again in Friday the Thirteenth tradition, I mean, I I think the four kind of more fratty ones would maybe maybe hang out together, but. What the fuck are like Ted and Jimbo doing on this trip? Like, <laughs> no idea. No idea. <laughs> it's like we're gonna go up to the cabin and get down to the bone zone. Let's invite like the two nerdiest guys we know to come with us too. And just... They don't think they're nerds. <laughs> maybe who knows? Maybe BJ Betty was supposed to come along and she canceled last minute. Um, we actually we meet Ted and Jimbo first. Um, probably my my favorite scene of dialogue in this movie. There, yeah. let me put it in the computer and see what else might pop out. <laughs> So uh Jimbo's heartbroken. He's he's broken up with 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 BJ Betty. Yeah. Uh can't well, believe she broke up with him. Can yeah. you, can you explain that tre- to him? He treated her right. He treated her right. She wanted to be treated right and she got treated right. So Ted Ted uh plugs the the calculations into the computer and it comes out with and, a verdict. And it comes out that he's a he's a dead fuck. He's a dead fuck. And uh computer don't lie. It doesn't. <laughs> uh, can't. Well, there is no computer 
There's no Betty. Uh. Yeah, I mean, he, the man has a point. <laughs> um, then we, we our, our other four teens are, uh, are Paul, who's kind of our, uh, our yuppiest. Yeah, we've, uh, got, we've got Doug, Paul, Sam, and Sarah. Yes, and uh, Paul and uh, Sam are a couple. Yeah. Sarah is interested in Doug. and we, Is she interested in Doug? Or was that just kind of a, they got kind of thrown together? I never... Until about halfway through the movie, I didn't think they were really into each other. Well, she has that, like, girl talk scene with, with uh, Sam where she's like, um, what's it like to do it? And you have a reputation. And they, they kind of go through it. And you can tell she's kind of plotting a little bit to okay. maybe make, make the, this is, this make is, the this move is, on that. I don't want to get lost in the weeds on this. It's not <laughs> at all important. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there, there are kids out here to party. Yeah. There are kids out here to have a good time. Um, they, they end up, yeah, this isn't like exactly in the order, but we end up meeting two more, uh, uh, a pair of twins who live nearby. Well, let's talk about the, the hitchhiker first. Okay. You want to talk about the hitchhiker? I want to talk about banana next dab. <laughs> about blueberry. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this actress, uh, she, 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 uh, oh boy. Um, <laughs> casting call on this one must not have been kind. It's, this is, a. You know, a, a, a bigger girl, um, yeah. and and uh, she's hitchhiking. The the teenagers drive by. She got like, with a love and peace sign, and then yeah. like when she flips it around when they drive by, it's like fuck off or whatever. Yeah, and they, they say something rude to her. She was prepared for rejection. Oh yes, yes, she's she she prepared for this. Um, she's dressed in just like head to toe, toe blue, like Smurf blue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she she does look like a blueberry. And it's, a, it's unfortunate, but true. She she looks like she uh, she stole something off the assembly line at, at Willy Wonka's factory. Yeah, it's yeah. About, about to get rolled away. Uh, she hears a, she hears a, a footstep on a twig, and like like Jed said, Which, uh, the only time you hear Jason is when he wants you to. <laughs> she's eating a banana, and she gets stabbed through the neck, and and you just see that hand squeeze that banana. Yeah. <laughs> she's eating the banana, and. and well, it's probably the most unpleasant way I've ever seen. You just had the, the bits of banana stuck to her lips, and they just linger there for a minute. <laughs> I don't know. I, I took I took offense to this. Yes, this is this is something that, like, I think played a lot better in 1984 than it plays now. Oh, yeah. You don't have the banana humor like we did back then? Well, we don't have All the, the banana context that I'm missing? We don't have the, uh, the, the, uh... You know, the uh, the producers in 1984 just going like, it'd be real funny if we just had, like, a fat girl get killed here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have her eat a banana first. <laughs> you know, just a real, real chode. Um, yeah, this this character, like, has no dignity. It's just like, it's, you see her, you're just like, oh, oh, oh dear. <laughs> yeah, she exists only to uh, ridiculously overreact to being left on the side of the road <laughs> and then to get stabbed in the neck while eating banana. Um... So one thing, especially if you have any uh, knowledge of the, you know, the jump from being you know, like the, the jokes and japes we're making to kind of some real tragedy. Uh, if you know anything about Corey Feldman, uh, he had a kind of notoriously terrible childhood. Is, yeah, is I making... can see, you know, after this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, things things don't go too well for, for Corey Feldman, but I can tell you that um, the those scenes, he starts to, to have a couple scenes where he sees... Some of this group of teens well, mean, in undress. It's you mean different. Horny Feldman? Yes. Um, he he's that's some clever editing. He's not he's not there for those scenes, but apparently he, he did see the the actors who played. Uh, you mean that those Sam weren't Topples. legitimate reactions to <laughs> a 
a young boy seeing people undress. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was it was a little cartoony. <laughs> up and down, beating his hands on the pillows, covering his face. Um. Uh. So we 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 get, we get our teens, and then I think we get a. Uh, one of our, our last new character, we get uh, the Jarvis's meet a, uh, a another hitchhiker who just happened. Well, not really. He's hitchhiker. a hitchhiker. He's, a, he's camping in no, the he's, area. No, he's he's a bear hunter. Yes, he's hunting. He's hunting bears, but bears aren't in this area. No, he's hunting bears though. <laughs> this this is Rob. This is a uh, uh, great great value Dean Kane. Oh um, man, <laughs> Rob. I have a feeling there's more to Rob than meets the eye. Yes. Uh, I don't think he's out here to hunt bears. He's very concerned if there might be like any teenagers Teen- in the area. <laughs> That's a really creepy question to ask somebody. <laughs> somebody you're, you're getting a ride You're with. getting a ride. Is there any teenagers in the area? Some kids? <laughs> I'm out here hunting bear. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> um, but, uh... One thing I haven't like touched on so far, but like one of the, another thing I love about this movie is I, I I love the Jason music stings. I love the score. The, uh-huh. I mean, the most famous is the yeah, which is uh not ch- 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 uh, I will fight you on that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna fight back. I'm not gonna change what I'm saying either. It was uh it's sound distort it's a uh, distorted uh, Harry Manfredini saying the first part of Kill Mom saying Kill Mommy like basically it's okay. it's Pamela being told by Jason from beyond the grave. To, so is this sound sting? Are you alleging that this sound kill sting is Jason saying that? Yeah, it's, it's Jason saying it to himself. Uh, okay, like he told his mommy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I think there's a like a the, just the, the the score in these movies. It, it, it definitely builds an atmosphere. It's yeah, a, it's, it's a it's a it's a fun piece of work. They do they do a lot of the the um you know your standard camera that looks like it's could be positioned as if someone were watching from the woods or from off in the distance. You get a lot of that with the the ominous score setting up where it just yeah. seems like there's always possibly someone around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we move into uh, into night. We get a... Uh, oh, we missed the skinny dipping. Oh, the skinny... Well, that's that was part of the, cor- the Corey Feldman. <laughs> I, mean, I, guess, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, I didn't understand... Sarah, this is, this is, I probably shouldn't. Sarah, instead of hiking up to the lake with the rest of the people, yes. decides that she's going to go back and get the car. But it seems like the way they were getting to the lake was basically a footpath with <laughs> no th- wider than like two people. <laughs> <laughs> I think she forgot something and she's going back to like get okay. it or something. It's just to set up another like she's being watched kind of jump scare. Yeah, that didn't. No, it didn't go anywhere. There's, yeah. It was just tension it's, it's padding for no it's reason. Yeah. This movie didn't need padding. <laughs> it has to get that hour and a half, man. <laughs> um, one thing we did... We could have spent more time in ILM Crystal Lake. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I would have loved to see more of this. <laughs> but uh, one of the things I did not mention about the intro credits, one of my favorite things about this movie, is the Friday the 13th, the final chapter, then you see the Jason mask, and as the final chapter's coming in, fucking explosion. Yeah. <laughs> there's, right. there's, like, no explosions in this movie. There's no, yeah, there's... It, yeah, no, not a lot of uh, big action hits here. So, yeah, we, I, I said the ILM Crystal Lake, because apparently Corey Feldman's character, uh, Tommy, is... Yes, he's, an, he's a... He's an special... amateur costumes maker or special effects guy, and 
first thing that happens when Rob gets back to the house with him is he takes him upstairs to his room and shows him all his masks. It looks like a pop-up of uh, Halloween City. <laughs> and this, this, uh, I'd say this, 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 this comes back. This is, this is, uh, you get his makeup expertise. Yeah, but... it does. It does a little bit. <laughs> I wish it had paid off more. Yeah. <laughs> I wish he had home alone Jason a little bit with these masks and stuff. <laughs> and contraptions. There, I guess that was actually kind of one of the original ideas, is to make him a little bit more, like, inventorish. Yeah. But it just, it, it, they, they went kind of more the special effects. I mean, they, <laughs> I think they did enough legwork to make it plausible. They they have him working on the car, they have him fixing the lights. Yes. So, I mean, it's, stuff is there. I think they should have gone that way. Um... So we, we we spend a pretty good amount of time with like the the, the teen drama and the party that's like in full. Yeah, he, who's gonna get with who? And and actually, I I genuinely like all this stuff. I think this is like yeah. I think these these kids are flawed, but you you kind of don't like hate any of them. I mean, there's kind no, of none, more none like none of them are really douchebags. Well, the, the worst you can say is that a couple of them are annoying. Yeah, and like um maybe the the. When Doug starts making homophobic jokes later, again, that's like a 1984, like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, if you looked at it through today's lens, then yes. yes yeah. um, but at, it's still not good, but you have to take it for what it was. Yeah, and, it, and it's also like, you know, 19-year-old kids, like, yeah. out, out, like, kind of. People say stupid shit when they're young. Yeah. Um, but I, I really like a lot of the relationships here. Like, uh, you get um, the... The, the the flirtation where you have the, the two twins and um uh Terry has has Terry and Tina yes yeah uh Terry seems to be okay at this party but Tina's there to get food <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, she needs her oil change she is uh, um, she's kind of she's she's she doesn't care who does it. <laughs> <laughs> trying to break up uh the, the the golden relationship of of uh of Paul yeah, and This and was the Sam. closest I came to seriously disliking one of them is when she just like starts hitting on Paul and he immediately is like, "Hey, yeah, we can do this." And his girlfriend's like literally just standing <laughs> off frame. She didn't leave the room. She's not in another state. She's 2 feet away from him just off camera. Yes. Um something else in this party that again is like Oh my lord! I love uh, this so I much. Know, I know where you're going. <laughs> this is why. This is what if if the in the four year consideration Crispin Glover Academy Award <laughs> sizzle reel. Um, Crispin Glover's character of Jimbo wants huh? to get the party started, so he asks Terry to dance with him because the music's so good. Yes, and he and he, he sells that to her. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> And does just the most spasmatic dance I, it's, imaginable. It's it's crazier than <laughs> Elaine and Seinfeld. <laughs> Which apparently this was a uh, a thing. This is how Crispin Glover danced. This is that was no. This was not a character choice. This You're was full of shit. this was a. I'm going to go out to the club and have a good time and try to pick up women. And this is how I'm doing it. <laughs> I was just like peacocking <laughs> a little bit. Well, it, it, the original song that he was dancing to was not this uh, lion song. I you think cannot, the band. you cannot give me another song that would make this dance appropriate. It's a song you know. ACDC's "Back in Black." And I stand corrected. <laughs> oh, oh no, Siri! What are you doing? <laughs> Siri overheard me and tried we're, uh, to, tried we're to... a low tech operation here. <laughs> or we're high, we're too high tech for our own good is the problem. <laughs> low skill. How about that? 
for complete amateur hour. Um, so we, uh, this is where we start to get the, the, the teenagers get, get, getting picked off. So the first one is, uh, is Samantha who, who man, I, I wrote down here that, uh, she, she decides she needs to go take a swim. She, well, she's trying to, to bring Paul to his senses because Paul is flirting with, with, uh, Tina. I don't know that I would have left him alone with that. I think I think she's she's giving him an she's, ultimatum. She's counting she's, on him yes. being. Uh, she's gonna remember. Yeah, he's gonna remember whatever. the good times, and he's gonna come join her I in the still, lake. I still wouldn't have done this. Well, it does it does work? He does come and try I mean, to get I her. Yes, for a. I mean, we don't know their relationship. Maybe this is like this. <laughs> this is their foreplay. Maybe like I guess <laughs> I, I have I have I have here. Uh, solo skinny dipping is the loneliest number. <laughs> <laughs> well, she swims out to a raft. Yeah. Climbs into that raft. The scene gets milked for tension for a pretty good long does, uh, yeah. time. But but you get a really good gag out of it. You get the uh, the Jason popping up from underneath the water and stabbing her from underneath. Yeah. And just her like face that she makes <laughs> like when she when she gets stabbed. Um, again like a like kind of just a mean prolonged effect on this one but nothing compared to what Paul's about to get no um, no <laughs> uh, but uh one thing here is like the 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 director of this, I'm not going to go into all the stories but the director was like a notorious dick on this movie and he like they film these movies they're supposed to be summer but they film them like in winter to yeah. get them out for summer they kept doing this take over and over again and she's like topless in a bikini bottom right. in yeah. like a freezing lake and it's like, oh, we gotta get set up again, do this take again. I guess that the dude who played Jason, who was like nearly sixty, by the way, yeah. the guy who played Jason, all right, is just Good like on him. he's just like, fuck you if you if you make that girl stay out there any longer, I walk. <laughs> like, um, Good for him. Good guy, Jason. Yes, yeah, he uh, he stood up for a couple of the the people in this movie. Hated Corey Feldman. It's like the there, there's the the scene later on where he grabs Corey Feldman through the window. Yeah. He he intentionally mistimed that because he hated him so much and wanted to scare the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe not so good guy, Jason. Um, what could be hateable about that little scamp? That little, little <laughs> pixie. Yeah, he's good in this movie. I don't I don't know. Uh, he's fine in this movie. He's he's '80s child actor. Okay, <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> um. Oh, there's a there's one other thing I just wanted to mention too. That's like one of my favorite, just super low rent things in this movie, is when they're at the hospital and the nurse and Axel turn on the news and the graphic just is like, like mass murder, but it's like written like in like <laughs> punk punk band for in high school font. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, so Samantha gets gets killed off. Paul Paul has that that change of heart, change of mind. He goes to go join her. Yeah, Paul. Paul living that never nude life. <laughs> I those those are the they're close to the shortest short shorts. Oh, Doug's earlier even worse. Doug's. I didn't see. Oh, the like the tennis shorts he was wearing. Yeah, yeah. That are like right. crawling up inside of him. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, and I'll I'll fully admit here, I'm very comfortable. Doug, handsome man. He's a, He's a handsome man. <laughs> I, I don't mind saying it. I don't mind hearing it. I don't mind seeing it. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we don't we don't get the, the we don't get to see anybody hanged on in this one, like for for the ladies. But there's there's a lot of lot of boobs in this one. But there's a little eye candy for the ladies. A little yeah, little little, 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 little jawline. Yeah, <laughs> some um, shoulder action. If that works, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what women want. But uh, but but 
Paul's about to get maybe one of the meanest deaths in this movie. This death was absurd. Where the fuck did Jason get a spear gun? Um, that is a question you can ask throughout this whole series. Where the fuck did Jason get X? It's just <laughs> camp, uh, <laughs> lying in the woods, found a supply chest, uh, loot box. <laughs> so Jason gets a harpoon gun. You know, it could be said he was working on his kill streak. Yeah, you yeah. got it. Yes. The spear gun is unlocked. Like, sp- spear gun is what three, three, four. <laughs> um, so he impales Paul in the butt. I I, I kind of read this as right in the balls. All I kind of right. I kind of read this as right in that, that old groin area. I just lifts was, him up. It was real dark. Lifts him up and fires the gun. <laughs> Whoa, doofa doofa. Yeah, that's, that's rough. Yeah, rough stuff for Paul. Um, <laughs> I have this one. Written down on my kill list as spear gun. Okay. <laughs> uh, next we get a uh, we get Jason Voorhees campground vandal. Yeah, <laughs> it, this is another instance of him quickly and quietly moving from one place to another. Yes, he he distracts Rob, gets him away from his tent where he's where he's ca- camping out hunting. He- bears, bears yes, with uh, his machete. Yes, leaves the gun in the tent. <laughs> Rob Dyer. Machete bear hunter. <laughs> and and Jason recognizes the dangers of a firearm. Well, he Boys. just doesn't think that Rob can handle it safely. He's protecting <laughs> Rob and the kids and teenagers who live in this area. Exactly. Um, he knows there's no orange fluorescent <laughs> orange safety vests out here. He's seriously going to hurt somebody. Rob, that is. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, again, Mom Jarvis. Um, she comes back home. Why Nobody's... did she go for a jog in the middle of the night in a rainstorm? Well, I think it started raining and she came home. But still. Yeah. But still. <laughs> night jogging is a thing? <laughs> Deserves a quiet night. Uh... <laughs> All right. My, my, deep, my deep cut REM jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it missed me. <laughs> but this is where, uh, you know, I think the movie wants to be respectful to mom. They don't want mom to, to, to bite it in a grisly way. They just have the the lightning flash and her look up and go, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then never heard from again. Nope, nope. Never seen, there's no hint that she's gone, the kids don't seem that upset. So my in my headcanon, this is where mom, like, has her, like, oh my god, what am I doing with my life? And I, I, she goes out, she finds <laughs> And she a, just left? She finds a pool boy. She went out for cigarettes. <laughs> It's just that moment, that moment when it hits her. Um, so our next, our next victim in the in the teen house is, uh, you know, Tina has been going from from feller to feller. Yeah, and she has, she started off with uh with Ted with Ted and oh Teddy Bear. Yeah, Teddy Bear getting a kiss. Yeah, uh, then decided uh, he's a loser, rightfully so. Oh yeah, you know he's a he's a total shud. Yeah, my I mean, grace per- to Paul who is taken, but that doesn't seem to be a problem. Yes. Paul eventually grows a conscience, decides no. So she's like, well, there's only one dude left. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That, that's uh, But she's not going back to Teddy, so she's, no. she's, she's got she's got Jimbo, and Jimbo's got his charms. I, I can go a Crispin Glover. That's, uh... I mean, <laughs> it's esoteric and a little bit strange, but I can see the appeal, maybe. <laughs> He's got nice hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, uh, they, 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 they decide they're going to go up. Uh, Terry wants Quickly. to... Yeah, Terry, Terry wants to leave, um, and she gets upset and decides to leave on her own. And 
Yeah. This I, I I like this scene a lot too. I like the Terry goes out and she gets on her bike because they, they they took their bikes yeah. there. And uh, the camera goes past her, and you just see the, sh- the shadows. Yeah, the, the shadow on the wall. Um, Jason come up behind her, again with a spear. Who knows where he got it? Um, I mean, I can pass, I can pass it. There could be like a pitchfork, <laughs> or it could just be a long branch. There's any number of things it could yes. be. Yes. But then we get, like, our most Jason absurd strength shown in jump moment so far, where he just... Fucking throws her into the <laughs> throws wall. Her, <laughs> throws the spear into the wall of the house with her body still on it. And it's like... Just sticks there. Yeah. Which, I don't know how nobody in the house heard that. Again, a fair question to ask for about this next 30 minutes of this movie. I think Jason just like projects like an aura of silence around yes. himself. Uh, Jason going through this house and like the path he takes... It's like watching just like your friend get really high and try to play Hitman, and somehow it all works out. Right, yeah, <laughs> I, want, I want to backtrack. I want to backtrack just a second before we get to the murder ninja. When when Jimmy gets picked by one of the Wonder Twins to to have his night be a little nicer, he's making a sculpture out of cheese curls and toothpicks, <laughs> like you do. And she looks at her options in the room between Ted and this and says, shrug. You know what? He, he looks like a guy who will try hard. <laughs> he was trying real hard with that cheese curl sculpture. <laughs> um, so, uh, who's, who's our, uh, our, is, 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 uh, who's next here? Who's... Uh, next, unfortunately, is our boy Jimmy. It is Jimmy, yes. Jim. Yeah, they, they finish up upstairs, they, and he asks the question, oh. dead fuck, question mark? Yeah, and then produces the panties like a gentleman, hands them to his friend. Yeah, she, <laughs> uh, she leaves the room to go freshen up or yes. take tells a him to, or whatever. Tells him to stay, stay there. And he's like, fuck that. I gotta show Ted these panties. <laughs> and he goes dead go- fuck now, huh? Put that in your computer. He, he goes to go get some wine as well. Yeah, he wants to s- just romance it up a little bit. But, you know... A damn corkscrew. Chad, where's the corkscrew? Where's the corkscrew? <laughs> the corkscrew is in his hand, <laughs> which... Well, eventually. Yes. Uh, he gets it. Yeah, is, uh... Maybe, again, Jason's just strong, so I guess this works, but... It, it doesn't really work. But it works for me. This is my favorite kill in the movie. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love this kill. Yeah, I wasn't expecting this kill. Jimmy kind of seemed like a guy who was going to stick around for a little bit. Yes, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy turns to see who has stuck his hand... With a corkscrew. And a fucking asshole. Gets, gets a meat cleaver a to the meat face. meat cleaver to the face. Uh, just a uh, blindingly good effect of it. Just yes. kabam! Like right, right, in the, right across the midsection the, of the face. The timing is perfect. Uh, he turns around, meat cleaver immediately. There's no there's no delay. It's, it's, it's snug, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, um, ne- again... You'd think next, just kind of how the house is laid out, next you'd go after Ted. But no, he leaves the house and then climbs up the trellis. <laughs> I forgot about this. Because <laughs> the next person to bite it is Tina. She gets thrown out of a window. Yes. Defenestration um, number one. We're going to keep track of this. This is a number that needs to be logged for posterity. Um, and, 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 a, and an awesome practical stunt. I love this stunt because it's like that's a real woman... Hitting that car, they rigged that car for like the windows. Oh yeah, the windows out. busting out. That was really cool looking. Yes, it just she... really, really sold that Jason flung her down. <laughs> yes, that was um, almost like a DBZ type effect. Yeah, he, he pulls her out the window, slams her onto this car. Um, 
I guess like anything can kill you. I don't know if this this seems like that this would give you like this would like break some bones and give you a real bad day. Well, to me, the, the <laughs> fact that like all the windows blew out, it, it kind of sold it as yes. not just being thrown out the window and landing on the car. It was her being football spiked into the car by Jason. Yes, it's uh, it's it's sold very well. It's um, there's a there's another one I think in part seven that's like the like kitty league version of this. And yeah. it's just like a, a pull out the window that actually looks like the person would just get up and kind of brush off their <laughs> shoulders and sure, walk away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's a, that's an awesome stunt. We get like a, a pretty similar one coming up towards like the final, the final girl chase right. towards the end too. Um, so next is Teddy uh, and Teddy there. They found a stag film. They're watching this, like <laughs> this 1920s porno yeah, and I'm, nothing could be better than finding a 1920s yeah, oh, porno. Man, man, he's just, he's looking at the, the film reel through the <laughs> lights. He's like, Oh guys, check out what I got. And they pull out a film projector from somewhere. <laughs> and then it's just vaudeville style, black and white topless girls dancing around with the, the, the page popping up with the dialogue that's being said in between and teddy loves this oh yes he is of course teddy has been smoking uh marijuana all night he's been smoking yeah, the, reefer. the reefer i don't that, do it kid don't do drugs it was that devil's cabbage and he also finished most of the wine i think i think yes. we get yes. told that later on so he is he's working on quite a buzz yes um so uh the the actor loris masson he's one of the he's he's a one of those guys actor like I don't know if you recognize him. He's been he was like a, a million eighties comedies sure, yeah. and stuff. He seems like the the type of other guy you would see in those movies. Yes. Um he decided to go a little method and to get like high as hell for his death scene. <laughs> um it did not go well for him. He, he, he had like a real meltdown on set. Like, <laughs> I can I I mean, fine. That's <laughs> um not being in a right head space would be, yeah, I can see losing a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> just all of a sudden, it's is this real or not? <laughs> yes, um, and he gets this is a, some some Jason magic here where he thinks he hears. No, he goes to go uh, try to seduce one of the girls on the screen. Yeah, he's just playing. He's like playing little finger games with the the ladies on the screen. Like, the oh, fr- you want to give Teddy a kiss? Yes, and then uh, the 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 film gets cut. Yeah. And he's just silently. Sta- he's staring at the at the light from the projector, uh-huh. trying to figure out what's going on. And you get it from behind the pro- the, the screen. You get uh, Jason I- <laughs> silent and so fast. Exactly. That's uh... moving around that room, that unfamiliar living room that's strewn with cans and who knows what else from this teenage party that's been going on. Navigating it precisely. I like to imagine there's a lot, of, a lot of barrel rolls towards <laughs> towards a Dark Soul style. Just yeah. <laughs> um, so this uh, the reason our, our downstairs is, has been empty is that uh, Doug and everybody went upstairs to fuck. Yeah, Doug and Sarah also went upstairs. To well, they have, went to uh, shower first. They want to be clean when they fuck. No, they they had shower sex. Well, they went upstairs to shower together. Yes. Just because they fucked in the shower doesn't mean that that's what they went up there for. Which, by the way, like... That's a rough way to do your first time. Yeah, that... Like, come on, Doug. Like... <laughs> and they laid her up against the the, win- the, the the shower window? That's... No. If you're going to put her up against the wall, put her up against the wall. You're going to fall out. Uh, yes. Um, just, uh, you know... Uh, having a lot of water, which actually kind of evaporates things... It can you're work if you're st- doing you're it well st- enough. Standing, yeah. no. it's 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 rough for your first go. <laughs> not not for amateurs. You gotta. Yes, um, but they're 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 in their post coital glow. They're both yeah. they're both pretty happy about things that went down. 
And she kind of moves along a little fast here. Oh, yeah, she immediately says love. I love you. <laughs> um, He's du- like, what? What'd you say? Uh, nothing. Bottom bunk. Bottom bunk is where you'll find me. <laughs> um, so Doug does what, you know, most people do. Like, you know, you're you're a teen in the 80s. You, you just, just got done having sex. You just you got to sing some public domain songs from the you 20s. You got to stay in that shower longer. <laughs> You can't follow up with the bedroom. You gotta get clean first. Um, <laughs> you got dirty. Now it's so, time to fix it. Yeah. So so Jason makes his way upstairs, and yeah. uh, while while uh, I don't believe that this house has stairs that wouldn't make noise when you went up them. Yeah, I, but I think at this point everybody but Sarah's dead, and I think they show Sarah she's blow drying her hair. Yes. She's, so they made some effort to cover the noise that Jason is not making. Yes. Um, it, it, another great thing about Friday the 13th movies is that when people, like, get stabbed in, like, uh, Friday the th- they don't make a big deal out of it. No. They don't make a bunch of noise. Yeah, they don't... No. It, it's, <laughs> that knife goes in and they're instantly gone. <laughs> the soul has left the body. Exactly. Um, so, so Doug, Doug gets a pretty mean one. Doug gets a... Uh, he does. He gets, uh, Jason smashes through the shower. It's probably that homophobic remark he made. Jason yes. doesn't like that. Yeah, Jason, Jason, Jason heard him say that he, he thought it was Paul. He's a real social justice warrior. <laughs> and he said, uh, you know, oh, buddy, uh, better not drop the soap. <laughs> uh, and then, but then he invited his friend in, so maybe Paul's a little more progressive than we thought. Maybe, yeah, maybe we're, uh, we're. I drop the soap. Why don't you come here and help me get it? <laughs> Uh, he's put he's putting the curious back in by curious. Yes. Um, yeah. Jason comes right through the window and smashes Paul's head up against the wall. Yeah. Just just, just kind of crushes it. Just smashes it up against the yeah. uh, up against the plate this glass. Was one of, this was one of the meaner kills in the movie. Yeah. And then you know you don't see that aftermath right now, but when Sarah's about to be the one who discovers. Yes. And uh, she finds him not only smashed against the wall, but just impaled on all that glass that got smashed and, in, too. At the very least, hung over the, the yes. door that was shattered, yeah. Yes. Um, so she comes in trying to, you know, initiate round two a little bit. And, yeah. Uh, and she finds Doug gone, and there's nobody else in the house, and she's yeah, panicking. Yeah, she starts and, finding bodies everywhere. Yes. And then... On the front porch is... Uh, is is it I, one of the twins? Is no, that's the, that's Trish who finds all the bodies later. She just finds Doug, and she tries to leave. She's calling for Samantha, and she goes to the front door. But Jason, Jason knows. He's got, he knows how people are going to act, and he knows how they're going to react. Jason's waiting on that other side of the door with an axe. Axes through the door and into Sarah. Okay. Just, ka-chunk! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's 360, no scope. <laughs> he's got penetration on that thing. <laughs> Um, so that's, that's, that's all the teens in our house. Um, Jason's work is done. He can go home, right? Yeah, but, oh, there's the Jarvis's next door. They didn't do no, they had no sex. They had no drugs. (laughs) They didn't even see what was going on. Um, so what, I think my favorite here is that the, the, the Jarvis kids come home. Um, they, I think, does Rob come back with them at this point before they're like, they're they're trying to call? They're on their own. They've. I don't even know where they went. But I, I know Corey Feldman had, he was double fisting lollipops on the yes. way back. Uh, but they came back f- from town. I, I guess mom went out for a run while they were gone. Uh, then she disappears. Who knows what happened to her? It doesn't matter. Yes. They come back. She was concerned about the kids. Where'd they go? Why aren't they here? Yes. So apparently so she, they didn't tell her where they were she going. Has, she has Tommy stay there. She goes to go get Rob. Yeah. So so the kids get home. Lights are out. Mom's already found. Yes. She says, stay here. 
I'm going to go look on the path and see if I can find Mom. Maybe she's still on her jog. Maybe yeah. she slipped and got hurt or something. She runs out on the path. She finds Rob's camp. She's soaking yeah. wet. She just decides to crash in his tent for a minute. And he, just to dry off. He he startles her. And Completely s- overreacts, I think you mean. <laughs> he, if by startle you mean slashing his own tent with a machete. <laughs> well, come on. He's, you find out that he is, he is, in fact, hunting Jason's. Yeah. Um, his sister is one of the victims in part two. Okay. So... The fact that, you know, within two days, he got together this revenge murder plan about Jason. Yeah. And just went out. And he knows more about it than the local authorities. <laughs> He's not in the morgue anymore. What? How? How do you know this? Well, this, this, he, he tidies up a little bit of, like, the, the thing that always goes through my head when, like, this movie starts and, like, Jason gets out in the morgue, murders two people and wanders to the, to, to the camp that... The police would have just come in the next day, like, huh? Well, I guess these things happen, and just like not sent out like an APB. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, Jason was a very good boy and cleaned up that He's, that entire he murder. Does, he does that for <laughs> most of his kills. It looks like, but like you know, Axel got like his head hacked off, like and yeah. just twisted around, like just Jason in there I, with a mop. <laughs> we will we'll add another title to his list. He's he's murder ninja slash. Licensed corpse feng shui expert <laughs> slash maid service. <laughs> um, so they go back uh, home because Rob's told her about about Jason. They have they have some some newspaper articles about yeah. him. Um, they, and she she's worried about her her little brother who's home alone now. Yes. That she knows there's a killer out there or believes that there is. And I, I do love the timing on like, well, we should call the police. Jason's hands grab telephone box right. pole. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you would think that'd been the first thing he did if he was worried about it, but you know, he's got he's busy. He's he's around all over the place. He's got a lot to do, a lot on his mind. Well, you know, like being raised by those squirrels out in the wild. He was just like, oh yeah, the telephone. That's, yeah, I have uh, no idea how he could possibly have known to do this. But you know, so uh, they go to go investigate where the 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 the, the teens' house. They have Tommy Tommy stay. Uh, yeah. they, they they take Gordon over with them. Gordon the dog. Yeah. Uh, they go to go investigate, <laughs> and they have the whole uh, Scooby Doo Fred. All right, gang, let's split up and look for clues. Scene. <laughs> Gordon. Uh, he gets spooked by something, and and takes defenestration number two for the team. <laughs> and he takes his own life rather than be taken out by Jason. I guess. I like to imagine that Gordon's rather. I, I again, I like to imagine you that don't see it. Gordon just fucks off into another movie. But he did jump out a window. <laughs> Gordon's like, I heard mom left to go have some adventures and jumps out a, to join her. A dog jumping out of a window of its own accord is something I didn't expect to see in this movie. Uh, that's that's two. <laughs> yes, yes, that is defenestration number two. Um, Rob is investigating the, uh, the basement. Yeah. And uh, so this scene... Uh, he gets uh, immediately just punked by Jason. He's like, I, I want to, I know I said we're going to set up this whole thing for the end where we tell her what our best kills are, yes. our favorite kills are. This, I can't, I can't, I can't go past this without saying <laughs> that this is my favorite kill in this movie solely because of Rob's reaction to what's going on. Rob's, he uh, is narrating his own death. <laughs> he's, he's, he's killing me! He's, Run! Run, he's killing me! So... <laughs> This was, um, so apparently, like, the, the writers and, like, the director, they had heard about this real case in, like, New York where this woman was getting attacked in an alley and, like, 
she was screaming for help and there's yeah. always like open apartment windows and nobody like yeah. came to help her. I so think, it's this, I think, it's, it's I a, think that's a story that's maybe it's true. Maybe it's not, but that's the yes. thing that gets kind of passed around. And it's, it's a, it's a terrifying idea that yeah. like nobody would come to help you or that nobody was in, in, you know, in this case, like Trish probably couldn't even have helped him. He's telling her to run like, yeah, but it, the way it's played in this movie it just immediately turns hilarious. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't... <laughs> okay, all right. This guy does a terrible job. <laughs> I cannot... I can't think of any way to sell the choice he makes as anything other than laughable. <laughs> and it's... It, I, I, I think maybe it would have been, like, a little better if, like he had, like, gotten, like, a shot in on Jason or something, because it was, like, he's built to be, like... Yeah, he's he's a big boy, he came prepared, he's got weapons, he, he sh- seems to know kind of what he's up against, yeah. but he just stumbles down to a dark basement alone and just gets murked. <laughs> with, with a hammer, just yeah. slow with yeah. a hammer. That's <laughs> every time. There's a... <laughs> There's a skit. There's a sketch from an old like YouTube comedy group called the Wise Kids You Know. Yeah. Where uh, it's Abraham Lincoln heckling the play that he's at, <laughs> and John Wilkes Booth has had enough of it. He's watching from the audience down below, and he's had enough. And he goes upstairs with a hammer and says, "This is what really happened that night." You know, Lincoln was just really, really giving the actors the business, and John Wilkes Booth, being a fellow actor, he couldn't take it anymore. And he goes upstairs and he starts beating the president with a hammer, and the whole time, the guy who plays Lincoln is like, don't beat my butt! You're beating my butt! <laughs> and that's what this reminded me of. I couldn't get it out of my head. Uh, and it, it didn't help that he was the whole time screaming, he's killing me! <laughs> so, so Trish has got to escape. Um, she's, uh, she starts... She spends a lot of time on these steps, watching him die and start oh, yeah. running away. And, like, leaves and then and she comes, comes back. back. <laughs> Um, but then she also plays another tried and true, uh, role in, in, in these movies. Also, she's the one who discovers. She's the one who yeah. finds where, where Jason's propped up all these bodies. Yeah, to, like, she tries to go out the front loaded. door and there's, there's one of the twins laying there. So she can't go out that well, door. Well, it's, it's bad luck to step over a dead twin. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that. And she tries to go out the back door and she finds Jim, Jimmy. Jimbo's. Yeah, pinned up as a new door. Yeah. <laughs> Just stapled to either side of the the wall and just kind of swaying there gently. And then here's another defenestration. She doesn't get thrown out, but she does. I'm going to count it. She breaks the kitchen window. So count this is three. I'm counting this is three. Okay. She she busts the window and goes out through the window. Yes. Uh, Jason doesn't have as much of a compunction about Jimmy's. Jimmy no, is now is, a door. This so. is gross. Jason hates <laughs> doors. It's established. I don't know why he built this door if he doesn't like them. But <laughs> he just plows through Jimmy. <laughs> he pulls him down. You can see the spikes ripping through his hands. It's it's it's, ugh, it's yucky. <laughs> so she goes home because Tommy's back by himself and um, <laughs> goes to, to to secure like get 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 nails. And this is when you realize that they're of course their entire house is about ninety percent windows. <laughs> at least yeah, well at least easily ninety percent windows. <laughs> She she goes around and dutifully locks them like that's gonna do anything. And then we get our the the triumphant return of Rob, uh, <laughs> right before they get to the last set of windows on the first floor. Yes, Rob is Rob is tossed through the windows, and I 
think he has a hammer inside his head. He does have something buried in the back of his skull. I, yes. I think it's a hammer in his head. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> um, so this is defenestration number four. I mean, it's a it's a, a corpse. I'm, we're gonna count this one too. I, I think if we're counting that, I'm, a, I'm asking. You know, does it does it count if they come in? Well. We'll, we'll say fen- fenestration All slash right. defenestration. Okay. I've asked this question before. It's one that needs to be <laughs> one that needs to be asked. Um, so uh, we we now Trish uh, and and Tommy get uh, Jason comes into the house and comes up after them. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They go into Tommy's room. Tommy, uh, they, they they barricade the door. Barricade the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he comes in, but but Trish is able to. Smash him in the head with a TV. With a TV, that's yeah. plugged okay. in. Before this happens, they barricade the door, and Jason oh. politely knocks. <laughs> <laughs> he knocks before he tries the handle. Well, like maybe he tries the handle and then he knocks. He tries know, the he, handle first. I was like, yeah. oh, so now he knocks. <laughs> <laughs> now he's the one who knocks. Uh, <laughs> it's like, honey, it's time for school. It's yeah. It's time to wake it up. It wasn't even like forceful <laughs> pounding on the door. He's just like, is anybody in there? <laughs> I think you guys are in there, but I just want to make sure I got the right room before I get my axe. <laughs> um, so Trish knows that this isn't going to take him down, and she she wants to lead him off so that she Tommy... comes up with a, a reasonable plan. Yes, yeah, so, under the circumstances, so, so, so her little brother can escape. Um, she that uh, this this ruse of playing dead doesn't doesn't take very long. Jason takes a big axe swipe at her. As he just no, shows. yeah, he's... He's not out for long at all. Yeah. So we get we get another run through the dead teen house. A run, run, literally, because apparently Jason can do that. I didn't know. And this is the first time I've seen this it. This is pre so. pre zombie Jason. John, he's a he's a spry guy. He's in, moving in these, in these first he's looking it. Um, so instead of leaving though, Tommy's got those pictures of 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 the drowned Jason Voorhees. Yeah, and he <laughs> those he's, artist renditions. Yes, they're not even pictures. He's 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 obviously. Scene part two, and he knows that that Jason's got a thing about his mom. So yeah. uh, he he decides, well, if Jason would listen to his mom, wouldn't he listen even more to himself? Yeah, this. <laughs> I. So you're saying that cosplay saves the day? Yes, and I think um, uh, like a, a writer again, just in the '80s, just uh, trying to obliterate their nostrils with cocaine, just. just <laughs> <laughs> all right, before we get there, all right, so the plan is Trish runs away, giving Tommy a chance to escape herself. She's she's luring Jason away. Jason yeah. takes a base, chases yes. through the, the teen murder house, and we get... <laughs> Defenestration number, number five, five, baby! I wouldn't have thought we'd get there. I, I didn't think we could get there, but... The Voorhees family, and uh, we'll get to part five. Uh... Anyone who's a, um, a killer in these movies hates windows. I, was, I will say, not since our first episode, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I have seen someone so gracefully exit a second floor window. <laughs> this is a this is a much more um, probably a safer stunt than she's, our first. She's in control so, of this. This is what she yes, planned on doing. I think. Yes, she she goes out the window and, and tumbles kind of gracefully, and you can kind of see like the landing the, on the, the soft earth, the or, soft earth down below, not. A car blowing out all yes, its windows, yeah. um, and she, but she takes a moment. She's able to. Yeah, she, she, she clearly is shaken up by that fall. Yeah, um, and she runs back home, and Tommy has not left. No, he immediately lets her know. He's, he says, "I'm basically just calls out for Trish." You know, yeah, yeah. Like, Why didn't you 
I did this whole thing. <laughs> there was the plane. You had one job. <laughs> so, uh, Trish is, starts fighting back against Jason. She's, this, this was funny to me. Oh. Jason, like, reached his hand and pulled it back like it's hot. She's <laughs> swinging the machete at him. Yeah. He's like, whoa. Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa! <laughs> well, he tries to sneak up on her at first, and yeah. she, she, uh, she's too clever for that. Yeah, she, she, she hears him coming. She clobbers him. He's already kind of like dra- tried to grab Tommy at one point, and she's yeah. like beating him on the head with a hammer to get get him yeah, to let go. Was, yeah, uh, and then uh, that was downstairs with yes, the, 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 the first up, part. Yeah. Um, then she she gets him with a, a nasty machete shot right between her right his be- middle fingers on his his left yeah, hand splits yeah. splits that All left the way hand down half. to the wrist bone it looks and like Jason just kind of seems like curious about He's it like, what the hell is this <laughs> are my fingers longer now <laughs> and then you could I will say this good choice by the actor playing Jason he he makes the choice to to gingerly use that hand for the rest of the the movie. Well, yes. no, there is. He's 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 backed off of grabbing with that hand. He's kind of treated like it actually does hurt. Yeah, and, and Trish is putting up more of a fight, even though Jason's been shown to be like inhumanly strong. But she's she's struggling on the ground, kicking yeah, at him he, and stuff. There's something to be safe for being squirrely. Um, and this is where uh, we we get to see if Corey Corey Feldman's Tommy's plan. Uh, yeah, Jason. Pays off. Jason's got his sister pinned to the ground. It looks like it's just a matter of time. And uh, yeah, we get uh, you know Jason. Remember, remember Jason. Hey Jason, remember? <laughs> Jason, remember? <laughs> do you remember? Do, do you remember? Do you remember Die Hard? <laughs> Did you like that? It's cool. It's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, he distracts Jason long enough that Trish can get that kill shot in it, but her kill shot is a lazy sw- sideways. I don't even swipe. know. I don't have any idea how she possibly could have swung that machete to only touch the mask and only like the strap of the mask. Well, to she, knock it off of his face. She she rolled a hit on the D20, but she only rolled a one on damage. Right. So, <laughs> I guess. Um, so we get to see Jason's face. We get to... Yeah, that, that, mean, the hockey mask comes off and... Not since Kane have I seen such a horrible disfigurement. <laughs> we see his, his grinning, goofy fake countenance. Um, but uh, the machete's been dropped. Yeah. And, and Tommy is there to... To pick it up. This boy means business. And this is probably the, the grossest effect in this movie. Yeah. I love it. I it, love it. Love it. It certainly <laughs> is the grossest. It's it's definitely the most the one that you see the the most clear. Yes. Uh Jason gets the machete through his his the halfway through his head. It's like basically right on what top of his ear level. all the way to his eye. Yes. And then he falls it, face down. Falls face down and slides along yeah. the machete all the way down. Yeah, and it just you can see it just driving itself deeper. Yeah, yeah. just like basically like half his head has been just severed. Cleaved. Yeah, it's it's um it's it's gnarly. <laughs> uh so then but but he, but a, but a finger starts moving. Yeah. And and Tommy does see it after embracing his sister momentarily. Yeah. And then just... He pushes her aside, picks up that machete, and goes to work. Yes. Die, die, die. So this is one of two indications that... that Everything's not all right with Tommy. That, that, you know, this is the final chapter, but maybe Tommy could be like a Jason in there. Yeah, they, they don't... Uh, <laughs> it's not subtle. <laughs> he gives that... He gives a, a relieved smile and... And kind of crying on his sister's shoulder, and then deadpan looks into the camera, just nothing behind his eyes. <laughs> Which I mean, could just be Corey Feldman's base state at this point. I don't <laughs> know. And that's that. That's pretty much our movie. I mean, they 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 kind of do that scene in a hospital, and you you, you see yeah, a little bit, like, yeah, 
a little bit of a like aftermath, but that's that's again padding. Um, that's there just was, a, yeah, there's nothing to. They didn't need that scene. Yes. Um, so that was Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. That was the final chapter. Yeah. This is one of the most beloved in this series. It's it's not everybody's favorite. Everybody everybody's got their own special favorite, Jason. Sure. But uh, where, where are you? Did I did I sell you on this one? Are you are are you here for it? It's it's hard for me to say yes, but I also don't want to say no. Um, oh, are we gonna have our first draw? Or? It's it's mixed. <laughs> I'm I'm leaning towards yes. I think watching this, because um, I can remember seeing Friday the Thirteenth movies, or at least bits and pieces of them, when I was probably way too young to actually see them. Yeah. So I remember being scared of yes. Jason and just the idea of you know the the slasher the 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 implacable stalker who just doesn't stop coming. You know. Yeah. Um, so I have that memory from being like seven, eight years old. Yeah. Uh, so I, I get it. This movie didn't scare me. I, I don't think that many of these uh, slasher films are yeah, going to I, so much because it seems like they're more played for the, you know, well, the, quick, is, the quick uh, yeah, I, hit. I, I think they're kind of, they're designed for a little bit for the, that younger audience or maybe just people who don't watch yeah, these movies and it's just like, get stuck. It's like a it's popcorn like, film, like a, like a date movie. I could see like the jump scares making your, your lady friend cling to your arm or whatever. Yes. I could very, see that sort of thing. Very, very much like that. This, um, and it's a, uh, I mean, these are not, I'm not, I, I will make the case for some of these movies as art. Yeah. I, I, I will never make the case for a Friday the 13th movie as art. Was, I think this is a good movie though. I think this is a, it's a, this is a well-designed, like, haunted house. Like, like you went to the, you went to the festival, like, the fair, and it wasn't the county fair, it was the state fair. Yeah. And it was, they, they put a little bit more polish on it. Like, I think that, I think, like, I think it looks what, good. I think what lowers it a little bit for me is how samey a lot of the kills felt. I would have liked to yeah. either seen, uh, like, a more elaborate, not like a Final Destinations type, type stuff, but maybe, uh, more, effects put into them um so yeah. you can actually see some because a lot of it just was stab stab there was like four maybe five kills out of the 12 in this movie yeah which is still you know it's, it's edging up on half but yeah. when you're talking about 13 kills that's well, 13 yeah 13 right. when, yeah i forgot about mom <laughs> <laughs> we can say 14 dog's gone too <laughs> he ended it himself but, but what i'm saying is that a lot of it is just a, a a quick flash, a stab, and then that person's done. There's, yeah. there's there's nothing more to it. There's it's not it's not involved. There's no no. I guess the whole movie is the build up to it, but I feel like the payoffs are few and far between on on some of the stuff. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's definitely a. Like, I think just slashers in general are, are really just built to be like. I think there's a few that kind of have it. Like I think Halloween definitely has a little bit more to say, and it's um that one's way more about like the tension. Um. These these ones are really just kind of getting you from one thing to the next. Like yeah. the next one in the series, actually, um, I it might be the last one or next to last one we do because I really don't like five. But um, the the director of five was basically told by producers like there needs to be nudity or a kill every seven minutes. Okay, so it's like <laughs> it's it's on a timer. Got a timer like, table, yeah. um, and, and you know, there's a lot of a lot of nudity in this one too. This is the most nudity that have been in in, in one. There's the, the whole skinny dipping scene yeah, and stuff, and and it's relatively it's just boobs. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't want to downplay that. Some butts, how, yeah, some some butts in yeah, there, but it's it's relatively tame. From yeah, I, what my expectation for the genre is, and, and what you know is kind of built up about it, it is 
It is about the blood. It's about the boobs. It's about like yeah. Joe Bog boobs. The, blood, yeah. blood, beasts, and breasts. Yes, um, and you do get that. Yes, but it's 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 relatively tame. Yeah, I mean these aren't these never were like um, meant to be like cannibal holocaust or anything. They're not meant to be something that like you see something so gross that you like don't know if the actors are still alive sure. or not. Um, I, and I don't want to see that. Yeah, and I know anyway. I, I, that's 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 <laughs> which is weird that I'm saying that I want to see more. Yeah, than what I but like with Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then and then again with this, there's nothing to it. Like even yeah. even Nightmare on Elm Street that you know we soon you, we'll guys, really you soon. guys haven't seen it yet, but we did talk about it. <laughs> yes. has has more um, interesting things to look at in it. So like we're. we're you know, um, just for the purposes of say that you you said you're leaning towards yes. Are you saying like maybe like C plus? I think that what I'm saying about this movie is I don't necessarily know that I'd liked it, but it does make me think that I would like some of the other Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yeah, I, I think in general with with this particular subgenre, in particular yeah. the slasher, I think I would I would want to lean more towards the entertainment like the the Nightmare on Elm Street than the series, unless the series has done really well. Which I don't think this one quite did it. I'm I'm a little bit more again. Maybe this is like rose colored glasses, but this is generally a lot of fans like this one. Again, maybe it isn't everyone's favorite, but if you look at like how people rank them, it's usually top three. Yeah, um, you could also have the the weight of that expectation or the weight of knowledge of knowing what the other movies are too. Yeah, so um, maybe there's a little bit of that going into it and I don't have yes um, I, I definitely want to revisit you know I think the next Friday the 13th is in November okay um, so I would I would I would love Try to, to make, make make a tradition out of it I, I think I'm fine with that and I, and I think um, I, I, I originally I, I think I was leaning towards two because two is my next favorite in the series I'm gonna I'm gonna try to tailor to your taste and I think six is gonna be the one that gets okay it. Yeah. Um, six six is a really fun one. It's not my favorite in the series, but it's it's a little bit more playful and plays yeah. on like the humor and stuff. So there, there was enough in here that I will say that it, I I'm I'm buying what you're selling this week. Okay, uh, but okay. it's more for the idea of I want to see what else this series has to offer. Yeah, than particularly thinking that this movie was anything special. Okay, that that is that is fair. There enough. was enough in here though. Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> so like normally we'd play like the trailer for next time, but you're gonna next time is gonna is, be fun. This is a special episode yeah. for special people, so. <laughs> no, no trailer. You got the trailer in the last episode. Um, it's already included. We we will say just kind of like our normal, you know, follow us on on social media. Um, yeah. We're we're on Twitter. I'll you know if if you if you follow me on there, as long as you don't look like you're just a total piece of work, I'll I'll follow you back. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, I like to try to get What's conversations that? What's that and stuff around there. That is at, at Scream Selling. Nice. Um, and we're also we got a Facebook group. Um, if you want to reach out to us, get an invite to that. We'll we'll definitely pull you in. Yeah. Um, try to get some discussions on there. I, I try to post dumb stuff on there as often as I can. Um, I'm still I'm still getting my legs under me when it comes to you know really participating in that. I, I'm in there. I'm seeing what you guys are writing. I'm I'm responding when something strikes me, but I'm I'm generally bad at promoting myself. <laughs> we also do have the email address. Um, you know, drop us a line if you want to. It's at uh, selling the scream at Gmail. Um, you know, I, I kind of figured that'd be more for, you know, if, if somebody's got an idea and maybe like, you know, you, you do something in horror and you, you want to do something with us or yeah. you write music or something. You think that something would go, go good with it. Um, I do want to say too, um, before we, before we sign off, just, um, we're having a good time here for, for Friday the 13th, but, uh, 
we're we're living in, in like a pretty pretty scary time right now and like a, yeah, listen to the real real scares um if if you listen to the the pulse episode you know that um i've got some anxiety issues i know jed's got some like anxiety issues too I do, and yeah. um you know i we really need to right now with this uh pandemic going on just make sure we're a not not panicking and uh, that's my natural instinct to do but they were also taking it seriously and just you know i i don't want to be your mom but like wash wash your goddamn hands um i will echo that sentiment wash your hands um, dirty slobs you know practice um social avoidance as much as you can just listen to the experts on this one don't listen to um i'm just gonna come out and write and say it don't listen to like the 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 idiots in charge of our country right now or their preferred media outlets um listen to the world health organization look and see what the countries that are dealing with this in a in a good and productive way are doing and and try to follow those steps i can't think of anything to add that uh would be meaningful uh but all that stuff is is my sentiments on as well yeah hopefully Uh, we go back and we listen to this a year from now and all these fears were completely overblown i would love to be wrong but things don't look that way right now so take care of yourselves out there yeah agreed until next time yeah, uh, until this next has time. been Selling the Screen. Have a good night.